Sunday Middle Church. I am Natalie. I'm your digital minister here at Middle Collegiate Church. Thank you for joining us for this worship celebration. We're so glad that you chose to worship with us. Um, we are still in the midst of Eastertide, Ramadan, Asian American Pacific Islander Month, and we are holding all of those things with you. Um, Allison Sniffen is going to take us into worship today, but just make sure that you engage in our chat with all the links. That's where you'll find everything you need, including the link to the bulletin for this morning's hymn. Um, but let's take a deep breath together. And let us worship God. at heart, my name is Elise, and this is a message for all ages. I want to ask you a really important question. How are you feeling right now? Maybe you're feeling really happy. Or maybe you're feeling really sad. Maybe you're feeling really worried right now. Or maybe you're feeling really mad. Now I want you to raise your hand if you are feeling any of those things or all of those things. I see you, you know, me too. Like today, I feel so happy. But yesterday, womp womp, not so much. And I want you to know that however you are feeling right now, it's okay. It's okay to feel really happy that you get to see your family all the time now that we're inside. And it's also okay to feel really sad that you don't get to see your classmates every day. And it's okay if you feel way too tired to join one of our Zoom classes and you just want to color instead. Now friends, sometimes our feelings last a really long time. 
And sometimes they come on all of a sudden and we don't always understand how we feel, but there's nothing wrong with that. I want to tell you something very important. So I want you to use your listening ears, okay? Your grown up and God both care very much about how you are feeling. And your grown up and God love you so, so much, no matter what mood you are in. I want you to know that you can tell your grown-ups how you feel and they can help hold that with you because you're not alone. And maybe it feels way too hard to talk about, but you know what? You can draw it just like I did and your grown-up will know how you're feeling, okay? So I want you to remember that. And I want you to, wherever you are, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to repeat after me in your mind as we pray to God together, okay? Dear God, thank you for feelings. Feelings let us know what's going on inside of our hearts and what's going on inside of the world. God, thank you for loving us exactly as we are, no matter the mood we are in. Amen? Can I hear you say it back? Okay, amen. Okay, friends, let's go sing Humba together. We are everybody. I'm Jackie Lewis and I'm the senior minister at Middle Collegiate Church. I'm so glad you came to be with us today. Welcome home for all of my friends who come all the time. And if this is your first time, I hope you feel at home. There are so many ways to connect to what's happening in our congregation right now. Even though the church doors are closed, we are open for love and justice and connection. At middlechurch.org, you can find all the programs that you can join and we hope that you'll take advantage of that. What I also want you to know is that we're concerned about you and your family. So if you have a need for prayer, please use the prayer portal and let us know how we can be helpful. You can let us know also there if there's a financial problem or any other kind of issue where we directly can help you and we'd love to, to make that happen. So use the prayer portal to let us know um, and we'd love to be in touch. This is the time in our community when we join in prayer. And I wanna ask you to just take a deep breath with me and to feel the wind, the breath of God going in and out of your lungs as you breathe. Deanna's playing sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, that calls me from a world of care and bids me at my creator's throne to make all my wants and wishes known. In seasons of distress and grief, my soul has often found release and oft escaped the tempter's snare by your return, sweet hour of prayer. 
Pray with me now. Holy One, these times are, are difficult to juggle. Some of us are alone at home by ourselves too often. We're lonely. We miss being hugged and touched. Some of us are home with our kids and our partners, juggling for space, trying to see who will use what room, making sure our little people don't feel bored or frightened is, is another job, and we can feel overwhelmed. Some of us have loved ones who've died of COVID, friends who've died of COVID. Some of us ourselves are sick. God, have mercy on us in every one of those places where we find ourselves yearning for you, longing for you. Remind us that you see us and that you love us exactly as we are. That you can take our sorrow, that you can take our anger, that you can take our unknowing, our confusion. Because you have come, God, to be one of us, to live in the midst of us, and you know what it's like to be human. When we shake our fists or put our hands in a prayer position or fall on our knees, we'll curl up and cry, hold us. Hold us close. And all around the nation, all around the globe, are people who, for whom this is a devastating time, economically devastating, physically devastating, um, emotionally devastating. Holy One, hold your people exactly as they are, each of them, and keep them well. Strengthen them. Bless them as they mourn. Remind them that you delight in their individual personality and that they are loved. And as we think about opening up parks and places of work and places of worship, God, help us to go slow so we don't kick this thing back up into gear. Give us creative and innovative ways to be community. Stretch our resources, God, so we can care for the least among us. Holy One, we love you so much and we praise you and we thank you that we have a space to connect. When we don't feel like praying, pray on our behalf. Help us to just open our hearts and let, let our love flow out to all of our community, to the ones in our households, and God, also to ourselves. This is our prayer in your many names. Amen. And now, let us continue to pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Pray it any way you know it. Pray it the way you learned it. Or pray the inclusive version that you see on the screen. Ever loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the reign and the power and the glory. Amen. Today's amen is a special hallelujah amen from, from Handel's Messiah sung by our middle church choir. And after you hear them sing that song, I just hope that you will extend peace to the people in your circumstance, uh, in your household, your, your roommate, uh, to yourself. Peace be with you. Peace be with you all.
Wasn't that amen from our Middle Church Choir special? Now we have an anthem sung by our In the Middle Choir, Walk With Me. Maybe you'll sing along.
Chapter 17, verses 22 through 28. Then Paul stood in front of the court and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship is unknown? This I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it. The God who is Lord of heaven and earth does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is God served by human hands as though he needed anything, since she herself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor, God made all nations to inhabit the whole earth and allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for her and find him. Though indeed, God is not far from each one of us. For in God, we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said. For we too are God's offspring. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Paul is standing before a fancy council in the Areopagus. Today's fancy council might be the Senate or the CDC or the mayor's office. And Paul knows how to capture an audience. He affirms their religiosity, strokes their egos, but then shakes up their understanding of religion and God. I hate to tell you, he says, but God doesn't live in shrines made by human hands. God is such that she wants to be searched for and groped for and found. And maybe you're not looking in exactly the right places. God, Paul reminds us, is not far from any one of us. We're worshiping away from the shrine of Middle Church right now. We're away from other things that become shrines in our lives as well. Work offices, schools, bars, Broadway, 
our routines. And houses of worship all across the country are asking, asking and wrestling with similar questions. When do we reopen? When can we be together again? Who's at risk if we re reopen? Who's missing out while we're not open? Can we make it financially if we continue to be church in this way? Well, at the heart of these questions, at least at some level, is the desire to commune with one another and to rehearse the reign of God together, as Jackie likes to say. We do have to stop and ask the question, what do we think God is not accomplishing right now? Even if we never get to darken the door of a mosque or temple or church again, what is it that God is not accomplishing right now? And as Paul so challenged the Areopagus, I so challenge us today to rethink something of the nature of God. And we can do that by asking this simple fundamental question. What if God is still here doing God's things right now? And even further, what if we believed that God, even amidst this horrific pandemic, is still good? There are so many things we don't know. And so we resonate with the Greeks in attempting to build shrines to unknown gods. We don't know how long this will last, if we're going to be able to pay rent, how many more people will die, how much longer we can make it through remote learning. We don't know. And yet, we are good to ask the question, what if God is still here? And what if God is still good even now? And if God is not in the shrines, if God is not somewhere closed off in middle church or in some other house of worship, then where is God? God is right here, family. For in God, we live and move and have our being, Acts reminds us. And that's the sermon that I needed to hear this week. God is right here. Are you listening to her, Amanda? Do you believe that God is still showing up in your tiny apartments, in your Zoom meetings, in the wines of the kindergartner who needs something to eat for the 20 hundredth time? And on the other hand, many of us are sheltering in place alone. Do you believe that God is there too, inside of you? I've been sheltering in place with a large family, including my mother, who has proven to be as essential and a worker as there is. But even though I was seeing God in the faces of my kids and my mom and in the grace that everyone was giving me, I wasn't stopping to listen to the God within me. I wasn't giving myself space to close the door, to go to the closet, and to listen to what God was trying 
and is always trying to say to me and us. A few weeks ago, I had a miscarriage. I didn't tell anyone at work about it and pushed through. That sure wasn't listening to the God inside of me. That was bowing to the shrines of capitalism, sexism, and white supremacy that tell a different story about who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to show up and have worth and productivity in this world. My body caught up with me and I had to eventually have a procedure to stop the bleeding. I had to stop. I was forced to stop. I had to rest. I had to come to grips with the literal God inside of me pouring out saying, enough. You're not taking care of yourself. And I've asked you to cast your burdens upon me. You're not being honest about what you need. And I've modeled Sabbath for you. You're not taking the time to grieve a life lost. And yet the Holy Scriptures are full of lament. I imagine that each one of us have not listened to the God inside of us at some point. I imagine that we've looked for that fancy counsel, the place to distance ourselves from an intimate conversation and relationship with the Holy. Rowan Williams reminds us that we shall not find life by refusing to let go of our precious protected selves. Now that's a word. So my prayer for us today, my prayer for me today, is that we stop making shrines. We stop forgetting, we stop intellectualizing God and our faith and putting it somewhere out there. My prayer is that we stop forgetting that God lives inside each one of us and that we start understanding and knowing God by spending time listening to our very selves. Knowing God means knowing ourselves. And when we get to know that God, that part of ourselves that's vulnerable and honest and hard to sit with, that part of ourselves that often stands in contrast and dissonance with the shrines of the world, when we get to know that self, that's God. And when we can share that self with the world, that's how we rehearse the reign of God together. Can you find time today to listen to the God within you? They're there. Can you find time today to be honest about what you need? Rest is a liberation practice. So says, ironically, one of my favorite Instagram accounts, the nap ministry. Let's rest today. Believing that the God within us is most holy at work when we are rested and listening. Let's start believing that the force we need to make it through this pandemic lives 
within each of us, but requires us to be honest with ourselves first and then with one another. Let's start believing that knowing God, finding God, means knowing and finding ourselves. Hello, Middle Church. This is Adrian Hurd. I was asked to do join the movement today and I just wanted to tell you how I got to Middle. Around 17 years ago, I was living in the East Village and uh, I was newly pregnant with my first son, Lucien. And uh, I just had this overwhelming urge to go to church. And Middle was just around the corner and I just kind of stumbled in. But what a great day that was. Once I got inside the sanctuary, I looked around and I saw a array of humanity. There was black and white and Asian and Hispanic and old and young and, and all of them just commingling with such love. And then there was passing of the peace. It was extraordinary. All these people getting out of their seats and hugging you like their long lost relative. And I felt that they were just saying, I see you, I love you, I support you, come on home. And we did. And over the years, my husband, Luton and I have been able to dance for the congregation. And it has been so wonderful to be valued and accepted and shown that through love, we all are valued. So, if you want to join this extraordinary church, uh, we have a couple of ways. You can, and I'm going to read them so that I'm correct. You can just sign up and become a member. Or you can donate. Your support powers this movement. Every single gift matters. Even those, even in this difficult time, do not underestimate the impact of your generosity. One dollar can touch one person who will be encouraged, empowered, and loved on through middle digital ministry. Or you can just give. Go to middle, middle website at www.middlechurch.org slash donate and click the button and donate. My husband and I, we have, we do it um, reoccurring. We do a reoccurring so I don't have to think about it. Um, find us on Facebook and click the donate button or make a gift via text to 917-924-4666. Or you can even send a gift through Venmo. And our username is at Middle Collegiate Church. Join the movement. Come on home.
is not far from any one of us. God is right here. Go now, knowing that you have inside of you a God that wants nothing more than for you to hear her, for you to be so in touch with her, so rested, so in conversation and in commune with the divine, that you will know what you need to do to be who God is calling you to be in this world, to be people of peace and love and justice, who together, when we allow each other to listen to the God within ourselves, can change the world and can bring about the reign of God together. Go in peace knowing that God is not far from you. Amen. Thank you.